Hey guys, welcome in. Hi everybody, welcome back. I'm Steve Shattuck. I'm Kaylin Biggs. And this is? College on the Mind. Kaylin? Yeah. How's it going? I'm pretty good, how are you? Good. Senior year here at Ohio University. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel? I'm excited. It feels like it's been, it's gone so fast. I mean, I have only been here for two-ish and a half years. Gonna be. It went really fast. Yeah, I've heard of fifth-year seniors. I don't often hear of third-year seniors. So yeah. You're doing something I haven't, I'm not, I don't have that much experience with. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. How'd you pull that off again? I had a lot of college credit coming in. Those were really nice. <laughs> so at least I can get one year out of the way. I got a lot to go, so. Uh-huh. It's good. But yeah, it's it's been great. I'm trying to trying to spend more time with my friends and enjoy the semester and not get too stressed since I don't know where I'm going to be. I right. mean, hopefully I'll still be here. I would really like that. It sounds like so there might be a good chance you go to graduate school here? Yes. There's a there's a progla- program called College Student Personnel mm-hmm. and it's for like higher ed administration. Last time I talked about it here, I was dead set on being a professor, and now I've recently kind of uh, switched a little bit, and I think I want to work in administration. So that's not a little bit. That's a that's a lot of bit. Yeah. Of change. Yeah. Which I I still think I would like to teach, and I think I can do both. But I definitely enjoyed my internship this summer working with student affairs. So. I think that's where I want to go. It's a, you're, this is a big journey. <laughs> yeah, applications actually opened up today, so I'm going to start getting on those. Rumor has it like 50 other students have already applied. Yeah, I so. hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you'll have an excellent chance on getting what you want to get. I hope so. Everyone that I've met so far that's involved in administration and the program in general has been really nice, so I'm excited. Yeah. So when you're not doing school stuff, you're not applying for graduate school, you're not hanging out with your friends, streaming Netflix shows you're watching? Yeah. I've been watching Suits, which feels like forever, but it's so good. <laughs> Would our audience know what that is? I hope so. If not, you should definitely watch it, Suits on Netflix. It's about lawyers. Who wear suits? Yeah. And they just, you know. They're amazing. Yeah. They're pretty cool. They win, they're their, funny. they win their cases? Yeah. Yeah, most of the time. Uh-huh. I don't necessarily understand what's going on at all times, but I get the gist. Is it as good as Dairy Girls? You know, it's pretty good. It's pretty good? Yeah. I would say that they're comparable. Ooh, that's, that's a lot to say. I'm a big fan of Dairy Girls. I, think, I, told you I don't think right. the audience would know what Dairy, Dairy Girls. Girls is. Well, Netflix, show about coming of age in Ireland back in the... Like 80s and 90s. Great show. Great show. I put it up there. And it's hard for me to say this because probably it's hard for you to hear this because I know you're a big uh, Office fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge Office fan. And I put it up there Oof. right with the Office. I don't know if I can agree with that. I'm telling you, it is that good. And that just like good. The Office, when you watch it again, it's even better. Yeah. I think I need to get more into it. I haven't only seen a couple episodes, so... So uh, maybe you watch a few more episodes of Dairy Girls. And you watch, watch some Suits. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it a try. Yeah. But they're a lot. You said they're an hour long, each yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of time. Yeah. But they're both. I would say they're similar. Like they're both kind of older shows, and except Suits got really popular uh-huh. lately. With the yeah. streaming Netflix stuff. Yeah. It, I mean, Dairy Girls is set back in the 
90s, I think. Mm-hmm. 80s, 90s. I think it's 90s. But I think it just was, it recently, it hasn't been, I think they just went to air like two, two three years really? ago. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I feel like when I watched it, I thought it like looked older. Well, I mean, it's set in the 90s and oh. in Ireland. So that makes it, and that might give it that kind of feel. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. All right. Well, I think I think we get a, a number there on uh, the goings on, mm-hmm. our going ons. So uh, today we're going to be talking to Maisie Ereditario. I hope I pronounced her last name correctly. Maisie, please forgive me if I didn't. She just started her second year here at Ohio University. She's a chemical engineering major. I taught Maisie her freshman fall and freshman spring semesters in calculus one and calculus two. Great student. Great kid. Gotten to know her pretty well, and I think she's going to have an interesting take on her high school to college transition and what she's accomplished and doing here at Ohio University. I think it's going to be a, a real nice discussion. Yeah. Let's get to it. Okay. Maisie. Hi. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Oh, of course. Let's get things started with you, Maisie. We want to get to know you and your experience as it relates to college and OU and Russ College of Engineering and all that good stuff. So just start with who are you? Well, my name's Maisie. I'm a sophomore studying chemical engineering. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I am the oldest of four. So I actually have a twin sister who's here at OU with me studying finance. She's probably my my closest friend. They sound identical, by the way. (laughs) Our audience wouldn't even know if we were talking to your twin, Kit, right now. (laughs) Well, I'm Maisie, so no no confusion for that. I'm Maisie. Kit's Uh elsewhere today. Yeah, my brother is a sophomore in high school. My littlest sister is three, so a big age gap there, but so fun. What's your little sister's name? Isabel. Isabel. Isabel, but we all call her Bunny. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's nice. Yeah, she's pretty special. Do, Do people at school call her Bunny? Oh, she's not in school yet. She's only three. I don't know. Yeah, I think she started preschool this oh. year, but I don't know if they call her Isabel or what. Uh-huh. But but everyone in your family calls her. We introduce her as Bunny and some people are like, hmm. Mm, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think she'll keep the nickname? I hope so. I think it's cute. Yeah. But I think I don't know. she's cute. Maybe around 13. I <laughs> yeah. have a feeling that Bunny might not yeah. fly anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. She doesn't want to yeah, get a little more serious there. It might, right. not, might not be the best pick. You have a good number of years before she might oh, yeah. grow out she's of that. She's got time. Yeah. She's got time. How about your parents? My parents are both educators. My mom's a kindergarten teacher. My dad has been in a bunch of different positions in the education system. Right now, he's like an HR director or something. They're phenomenal. They're great. I, I love them. I miss them so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have been my biggest supporters. My dad, from an early age, has encouraged me to go into engineering. I have a, a Who Am I report from second grade where I wrote, when I grow up, I want to be an engineer. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's always been super encouraging. When I was applying to colleges, what I was going into was never really my biggest question. I kind of always knew it was engineering. It was just the question of what branch of engineering I would pick. And so going through high school, it was like, okay, well, let's figure it out. I did a couple of shadowing opportunities and just that sort of thing. And then I took AP chemistry and I was like, this is it. This is it. I'm going to be a chemical engineer. That's what I'm going to go for. And I, I set my mind to it and I was like, this is... This is my goal. Let's see if I can get there. So 
when I applied, I applied to like 15 different colleges. Like I had no clue where I was going. Ohio and outside Ohio or all Ohio? Most were in Ohio. There was one in Pennsylvania. I knew I kind of wanted to stay close. I didn't want to be too far from family. Really, the one in Pennsylvania was actually closer than OU because <laughs> I'm from Cleveland. Yeah, so right. It's, it's, yeah. Um, was it in the Pittsburgh area? Mm-hmm. What school was it? It's Grove City. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's like a, a small Christian college, uh-huh. but they said I could play golf there. So oh, I was like, wow. Hmm. So you're a golfer. Another a golfer. golfer. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> love, love golf. Love golf. I haven't been able to get out much, but... Did you play in high school? I did. I played for my high school team. My dad loves the sport. So my goal has always been to beat him, but I'm still very, very far from <laughs> from getting close to beating him. And I loved it. I loved playing in high school. It was a big challenge sometimes. Not physically a hard sport, but mentally sometimes to compete in mm-hmm. that way. I concur there, definitely. <laughs> and I believe, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, at the end of last semester, we had a little student golf coming together sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I believe your team won the uh, we did. won the scramble. Wow. We did win the scramble. Yes. That was really fun. Yes. Everything I've learned and everything I can do now is from my dad. <laughs> well, that's really cool that like because of him, you want to do these things. Like I feel like most kids are, if their parents try and tell them to do something, they do the mm-hmm. opposite. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so true. Yes. Yeah. My dad has led me in a lot of things. Things and my mom too, like she's phenomenal. But yeah, there's a lot I get from my dad, which is really fun. Okay, so you said you applied to a bunch of schools. Mm-hmm. Sounds like come from a family that cares about education. So mm-hmm. probably I'm guessing college was never like you were always going to college. Yes, yes, that was always on the horizon. Uh-huh. What what can I put on my college application? <laughs> you know, what was uh-huh. the question? What can I do? Yeah, so I always kind of knew like after high school I'm gonna graduate, I'm gonna go to college, I'm gonna get a degree. Well, the next question is, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Okay, from an early age, I knew I want to go into engineering. That's my best pick right now. Mm -hmm. So then the question was where? And I had no clue. No clue. I applied everywhere I could think of. Anywhere somebody said, oh, I loved it there. Oh, that was great. I was like, I'll apply. I'll (laughs) apply. I'll apply. Because it's better to apply and, and, and figure it out later than to say, oh, I wish I could have done that. So what were some other schools that were in the in the running with OU? Yeah, so my my top three, as, as I narrowed it down, it was Dayton, OSU, and Ohio University. And visited, checked it out, and kind of through process of elimination, I was left with OU. Like, a lot of people say, like, oh, it was my dream school. It was, it was it, it stood out from all the rest. And honestly, for me, it was, it just kept beating out other places I would compare it to, you know? I love being here. I think it was definitely an amazing choice, but it's just funny. It was never like my dream. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My dream has been engineering and and chemical engineering and and using my mind that way, but I never really had a big dream for college. Now you said like, OU kept beating out Mm -hmm. the Dayton's, the OSU's. Mm -hmm. Like what was it about OU or what was it about one of those other schools that like, Mm -hmm. that made you go, yeah, OU is probably OU. Well, I know at least comparing it to OSU, I was like, OSU is a huge school. So if I go into engineering at OSU, which they have a great program for it, I'd be one of many. I'd be competing with a lot of people to get noticed and recognized and in these huge classes. And one of the things that stood out to me about OU was that it'd be easier to make a name for myself, to, to differentiate from my classmates and to connect to professors even, like to just not be a name on a paper, mm-hmm. but to be a face and a person, which I think is really important because part of going to college is networking 
and gaining experience and, and new opportunities. And I think OU has a really great, it is a really great place to do that and to, to branch out like that. Mm-hmm. And do you think that you've done that? Or at least been able to get closer yes. to your professor. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, professor Shattuck right here. I mean, I'm leading SI for his Calc 2 class this semester. I think that's a great opportunity. And what's SI? Supplemental instruction. Uh-huh. So it's like group tutoring kind of. I know, Kaylin, the, the OG, the one I'm learning from right now. <laughs> yeah, you guys could give a, probably a little seminar on, oh, on SI. <laughs> Maybe, Kaylin. I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. <laughs> well, together you guys could put on a, yeah. could get on a good uh, show. Probably. Yeah, it definitely is a really good opportunity, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also, um, this semester, have the opportunity to work as a research assistant with Dr. Sharma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're doing molecular simulations, which I think is going to be really cool. And you're just a second year, is that I'm right? Just, I mean, right. I'm a sophomore. I have had one year here. Uh, and you're already and doing mm-hmm. some pretty neat things. Mm-hmm. So how did you get, step into that role? I had Professor Sharma as a chemical engineering professor for a MATLAB course, which is like programming. And then over this, like the start of this school year, you said he was looking for research assistants. And I was like, me, me, pick me. (laughs) So yeah, that was, that was cool. But like I said, those smaller class sizes where you can differentiate yourself, get those opportunities that you're looking for. If you, if you put in the effort and you keep your eyes out and your head up, they, they, they're there. <laughs> what did you, what did you think of that MATLAB course? I took it in my freshman year too, and <laughs> I want to hear what you thought. <laughs> it was, it was kind of confusing, I'm not going to lie. I have never had programming experience prior to this, so it was a very new experience for me, but I love a good challenge. One of the parts I love about being an engineer is that the courses are difficult and they are challenging, and it leaves that much room to grow and to figure things out, and when you put in the effort and it pays off, it's just like this amazing feeling of like, I can do hard things, you know? And Mm -hmm. um, MATLAB, it was a new kind of challenge that I had not experienced, but it was was, was a good class. Okay, I I just think we hit like the best sentences ever oh, yeah. I, I think we're just done i, I know that was, that was I, really can't good go better than that. <laughs> I, I mean i can't we can't top that i mean yeah. if, if that yeah. is if every high school junior senior college freshman sophomore hear that mm-hmm. i mean that was awesome i mean that's thank exactly you. what thank you that's exactly what those are the messages that really can move students mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. fulfill their potential and whatnot yeah awesome I completely get that it's such a like gratifying feeling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After all that work. <laughs> right, because it's not easy work. It's not. It's something that you put hours and dedication, and it's it's pretty great learning that you can do hard things and, and your work pays off. That's special. Okay, back to high school a little bit. So you're a senior. You know you're going to school. You're applying everywhere. So mm-hmm. about two years ago at this time, mm-hmm. you were right busy. About now, right about now. I was checking things out. I was checking things out. I was trying to figure out where do I want to go? Because it's a big decision. You're going to spend four years away from home in a brand new environment. Everything's going to be new. So it's what kind of new are you going to pick, you know? So you were doing the Common App. You're mm-hmm. filling that out. You're doing a whole bunch of essays. So many essays. <laughs> <laughs> so kids are going through that right now. You know, there's kids out there who are applying mm-hmm. to 10 plus schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, I mean, pros and cons list, good old faithful. If you can, If you can lay it out and look at what is it you like about each place and what you don't like and weigh them next to each other. I think visually for me, that's a big part of being able to see it, not just in my head, but on a piece of paper. 
and then making that decision off of that and also talking to people around you, people who have maybe been to those colleges or most people, I would say, go to college and, and get an, an education, at least the hometown I was from. So like asking, like, what were you looking for? So can I look for the same thing? I know, like I said, my sister, she's also here at OU. So making that decision, we both picked OU and we did not make the decision together. It was completely It was, it was completely independent. separate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. The idea of going to the same place, but you're like, if it doesn't work out, that's okay. Uh-huh. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just like another one of the things that kept OU up on my list was that Kit was interested. And so I was like, well, there's extra bonus points for that because if she likes it and wants to go there, I want to be there with her. Uh-huh. You know, so like the people around you do play an influence on where you want to sure. go. But yeah. When you did decide to come here and you mm-hmm. found out she did too, mm-hmm. did you automatically be like, okay, we're obviously roommates? Or how did you we guys? We were not roommates our freshman year. We shared a room our entire life. <laughs> And we decided that we were going to branch out a little bit, you know, find some people. Maybe our friends will become friends, but let's figure it out and go our own way for a little bit. We both, we ended up in the same dorm on different <laughs> floors. I don't know how this keeps happening. <laughs> but Mag- magnets. Just, I know. No I, know. <laughs> I went random for a roommate. She found her roommate on Ohio University's like find my roommate webpage. They didn't know each other, but they picked to be together. So a, a little different. A but little bit. They sh- should have been a little bit compatible. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then my roommate and I and Kit and her roommate, the four of us, became <laughs> the closest friends. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, that's so cool. And yeah. like this year, we're in a quad together. Oh, wow. We're, we're so you're the, back with your sister. Back with my sister. <laughs> I just, we just keep getting back together. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. So we, we joke we've been lifelong uh, room sharers, <laughs> lifelong roommates. With one year one year off. One year off. Yeah. One year off. But only a floor apart. Yeah. Right. I mean, you that still one year, pretty right? close quarters. Right. Right. <laughs> you don't Very even true. have to leave the building. Yeah. If you're in your pajamas, that's okay. Yeah. Right. It's basically right. the same house. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Still a sleepover. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Now, were you at all anxious about the social aspect of coming to college and having a roommate you didn't know and just fitting in in the College of Engineering and all that? Oh, for sure. I mean, I I think it'd be crazy to not weigh those concerns. And and it is, how am I going to find my place in in a situation that is completely new to me? I mean, I think that was one of the hardest things is that there's almost nothing familiar in Athens, at least for me, like mm-hmm. every place I went was a new place. Every experience I had was a new type of experience with new people and new rules to learn and new things to check out. And it's like, how do you find your way in and reach out to people and find a group? And I think for me, once again, Kit is very extroverted. Making friends comes naturally to her. I was like, okay, if I were Kit, what would I do? <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it's... You say hi first. You use their names. Using people's names makes a huge difference. If you can say hi and use their names, they respond that much more excitedly. Uh So I would sit in my class and I would say, whose name do I know? Whose name do I know? Who can I say? Hi, I'm Maisie. You're so-and-so. I think we have this class together. Do you want to catch lunch afterwards? And sometimes being willing to give that invitation first, even if they say no, it, it forms a connection, you know? And that's what I tried to do my freshman year. I tried to make as many connections as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. More yeah, great advice. Great. That is perfect. Yeah. Because that is so true. Saying people's names, putting yourself out there, even mm-hmm. though it's uncomfortable. It's so not... uncomfortable yeah. sometimes. That's not something that comes naturally to mm-hmm. me is, is going out and being 
first person to initiate a conversation. But I found even the more I did it, the easier it became. So you four came close, but did you did you find any other friends like in your classes mm-hmm. or like clubs or mm-hmm. how else did you branch out? Well, the learning community I was in, I was able to recognize like, okay, just who's in my major that I could connect to because I'll be seeing them all the time, right? So then I'm in this learning community, I'm learning people's names and I'm seeing them in my other classes. And so it's then the okay, I know we're probably going to cross paths all the times over these next four years if we stay on the same track. So that's a good person to sit next to. That's a good person to connect to. Let's try that. Let's see where that leads. And it's just this over and over and over again, putting yourself out there. And then eventually they start sitting next to you instead of you sitting next to them, Uh you know? And you said learning community. Can you explain what that's all about? So Ohio University, they, I don't know if it's a requirement or if it's like strongly, strongly encouraged, one of those types of things. They put you in a learning community with people in your major. And it's an hour a week and it's a class, but it's not really a class because it's like not homework based and and tests and exams and all that stuff, but more like what are the resources that you have here to offer? What are the people you can meet? Like that is one of the main points is to meet people in your major, which I think is a great idea for the college. Then they give you the resources and the knowledge and you meet with your advisors and networking. You get connected to people because that makes a huge difference here in a place that's new. Mm -hmm. Learning community is just for first year Mm -hmm. students in the fall, the, Mm -hmm. the first semester. Are you friends with anyone from your learning community still? I am. I am, yes. Uh, I've met a number of people who, if I, you know, am walking through the college I'll, of the Russ College in the building, I'll, I'll stop and I'll say hi and chat and have a conversation or people in my classes. So I'll go sit next to them because I met them there in that learning community and people to grab lunch with and that sort of thing. Like, none of my closest friends I met in my learning community, but I do know people who, like, they're, they're best friends. You know, they are in the same major they met in a learning community, and that's really cool, too. Uh Yeah, it's a great thing I think our university does. I think Mm -hmm. other universities do it as well, but Mm -hmm. I think we might do it better than anyone else. I I would agree. I know. My my other friends, their learning communities were not, I don't want to say not as great, but Uh like didn't form the same connections that I did in mine. And I think part of that was that I found a good group of people. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that was that the professors of those and the leaders of the learning communities did a great job in getting us connected to each other. Mm-hmm. All right, so like a year ago now, you were a freshman, first semester. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have any, uh, were you ever like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing here? Or, Do you have any doubts? Or did you just hit the ground running and it was mostly positive and oh, yeah. from the beginning? I, I had that <laughs> conversation where I call my parents and I'm like, what if this isn't right? What if this isn't for me? What if I, What if something needs to change? What if I, I wasn't supposed to be here, you know? And it's it's really scary because if you're like, what if I chose wrong? You know, my parents talked me through it, calmed down. I'm like, okay, if this is not the right major, I can switch. Uh-huh. If this is if this is not where I'm finding my place, I can I can go elsewhere. So I actually I love medicine and the medical field. And so my second semester of freshman year, I met with an advisor in the biology department, and I was like, what would it look like if I minored in biology and went to med school after I graduate? Because <laughs> I was like. What if this? What if this isn't you know the right path? And you know I talked through that. I actually took like a couple of biology classes that weren't really in the engineering curriculum. And then over the summer I was like, mm, I 
think I'll stick to chemical engineering, you know, and I, I kind of left that be and, and walked away from that path. It's okay to be scared. I was scared and I made efforts to get it changed and, and to correct my path. And I decided not to keep going on that path and stick to chemical engineering, but it's okay to not pick the right thing the first time. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Since you said you did like biology, did you ever mm -hmm. think about the biomedical? I did. I did. I looked in the four plus one program. So it's like four years an undergraduate and then one year a graduate school for the biomedical program. And you do apply to that your sophomore year, I believe. So it was like coming up, right? But I think the part for me about medicine was that I didn't love going to graduate school. Like I, I really want to graduate in four years. That's something I don't know why it's important to me, but like that's a goal of mine, graduate in four years. And so I thought like, oh, well, I'll get an undergrad in four years. And if I decide I can go to med school and if I don't, I don't have to. And maybe I, if I had decided to stick to it, I would have applied to their four plus one program, but it was never a big option for me. And just so like everyone knows, it's a, it's a program OU has that's with chemical engineers that they can also do. It's it's yeah. just for chemical engineers? I think so. Yeah, I think you have to get your undergraduate in chemical engineering mm -hmm. and then a graduate degree in biomedical engineering. Right. And while you're while you're in your junior and senior year, you start taking some of those grad courses. Mm -hmm. Like that's what Aiden's doing. Gotcha. So yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine. I mean, engineering itself is hard enough mm -hmm. as an undergrad. Mm -hmm. Throwing pre med and, <laughs> and or biomedical on top of that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have time to breathe? <laughs> I don't think I would have. That's the thing. <laughs> wow, that's a lot to that's a lot to think about there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, speaking of time, how did you deal with all the challenges of engineering, the homework and studying? And I know chemi chemical engineering, I think, is number one for being the most time consuming for studying, and oh. then plus your friends and just like other activities and your mental health. Yeah, How did you? I um, actually received some great advice from somebody I hardly knew, but they said that if you can pick out hours of your day that you're going to dedicate to studying, okay, my first class is at 8.30, my next class is at 10.30. In those two hours, instead of just hanging out and stuff, I'm going to go to the library. I'm going to dedicate those hours to being productive and going to keep working. And if it doesn't happen all the time, that's okay. But I would say like, being able to look at your schedule and put in times where you know you're going to sit down and focus, especially in a, in a hard major that's demanding for the hours, it's important to make a plan to do your work and stick to it sometimes. You know, oh, you want to meet for coffee? I have a lot of work to do. Maybe you'd want to join me at the library, even stuff like that. So you can, you can find ways to balance it, but definitely making time and dedicating time to do your schoolwork because that's an important part of chemical engineering is the course load. Yeah, and I think, like you said, scheduling it. Mm -hmm. And, and it's just like it's another class. Mm -hmm. I go to the library for one hour instead of go to a class for one hour. Exactly. Accomplish a couple things. Exactly. Et cetera, et cetera. And I love, I'm a big fan of getting up and doing things in the morning. Like by like 9 p.m., I don't want to do my homework. So, okay, I know that about myself. I'm going to make sure in the mornings I'm getting up and doing it. Because I know come the evening, I'm not going to have the same drive and dedication to want to do it. I'm not going to be able to focus as much. So even like personally, I know myself, I know when I'm going to be able to do it the fastest and the most efficiently. 
I think that's great. It's really hard for some people to recognize what works for them and what mm-hmm. doesn't. So the fact that you have found that is mm-hmm. really great. That is. I mean, there's second, third years who are still not sure what mm-hmm. works for them. When you find it, you mm-hmm. got to take advantage of that. Yeah. Now you've, you're in the middle of your first year. Things are going pretty well, socially, academically. Classes, how hard are they compared to high school? How did your approach to school change from a, like a rigor perspective? Mm-hmm. I would say I've always looked for a challenge academically. I've always been driven to learn more and, and keep going and find something new that I didn't know before. Just personally, I love learning. And so I took a couple of AP classes in high school. You know, those are challenging. Those are challenging, mm-hmm. but they're different than college classes. Way different because the professors are different. The type of teaching is different, you know, lecturing style versus like an interactive classroom style. The transition between college and high school is difficult for a lot of people. But if you come prepared and ready to work and knowing like it takes a lot of time outside of a lecture or, you know, getting ready for class, not just showing up to class to learn it, but like learning beforehand, reading the textbook or or doing a, a pre-task as we do in calculus here, it's important to recognize that sometimes pre- preparing for class makes a difference of how easily you can learn it. Yeah, I, I think sometimes I like to say, try not to come into class at level zero. Yes. Come in at like level one or maybe 1.5 mm-hmm. and we'll be able to make more progress together. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree with that a lot. Mm-hmm. That's great. I definitely need to do that. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> really, but I also don't know what's coming in some of my classes. Yeah. It's true. I mean, it takes a lot of discipline to learn something before you go to class to learn it. Like, it's something that I have to really, really force myself to do sometimes. Because I'm like, I'm going to learn it in class. I'll just wait till then. But it's so much better to learn it if you have heard the words before have a definition in your head already, just being prepared. So you try to do that with your other class, all your other classes, or try to. I, I don't know about all my other classes, uh-huh. but especially the tricky ones, like organic chemistry. I know I, mm-hmm. I can't show up to class unprepared or else it'll go straight over my head, uh-huh. you know, and then you're not just at level zero, you're behind because <laughs> you took nothing from that lecture. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's there's a couple of courses where I'd say you got to be prepared for them. And usually going into courses, you know, if it's a tricky one, like English class, probably not going to be a deal breaker in terms of your college experience. Organic chemistry, that one's going to need some prep work. I mean, especially as a chemical engineer. Right. <laughs> that, that one is very important to chemical right. engineering. Mm-hmm. How has it been so far? It's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. I would say I'm definitely (laughs) figuring it out. Like I figured out I got to read the textbook. I have to. There's no way around that. Mm -hmm. The homework assignments, you got to do them. And sometimes it's better to do them way before their due date so that you can understand the material before going to class. And that one takes a couple hours. And so you're Mm -hmm. taking organic chemistry right now. I am. I'm in. mm -hmm. Second year for fall. Mm -hmm. Um, And it has the reputation of being quite the challenging course. Uh, It lives up to that reputation. (laughs) I'll say that. But like I said, challenges are part of why we're here. Mm -hmm. It's important to take on challenges and not be afraid of them, but almost excited for them in a way. Like there's so much I'm going to learn from this class that I'm not going to know before. And if I can put in the dedication and the hours, I can, I can conquer the class. The class doesn't have to break me. Have you had any internships yet in the field of chemical engineering? I have not. So I'm looking for one this next summer. Um, But previously, I've worked in childcare. I've been a nanny for the past four summers, I think. That's an experience I'm really looking forward to. to, There's a Russ College 
internship career fair this next week. So I'm going to put on my business attire, print out my resumes and go talk to people and network and see what's available, see who I can, who I can talk to and what opportunities they have. How has your family dealt with you leaving? I know they have a couple other kids. Mm-hmm, so were they mm-hmm. just like, bye, see ya? Or- yeah, well, <laughs> I think it's hard because like I said, I'm a twin. So we both left at the same time and we're the oldest. I'm the oldest. So it's Wait, we or, uh, me, or I? Me. I'm four minutes older. Okay. <laughs> I'm the oldest. <laughs> but we both left at the same time. So my parents went from four kids to two. And that's a big adjustment, especially because, I mean, Kit and I, are very helpful with our younger siblings. We were, backstory, my family has been a foster family for probably six years. My youngest sister is adopted through foster care. And so growing up, my sister and I have taken on a bit of like a a leadership and a guidance role because we're helping those younger kids. We're supporting our parents and we're obviously not doing the most for it because we're not the parents of these children who are staying with us. But it's something that like has grown us together as a family and it's a huge, huge undertaking and challenge. That's hard, too, because my parents, if they were to take on another foster placement right now, totally different experience because like my parents called us live-in babysitters. Sure. <laughs> so, you know, that's not self-explanatory. <laughs> and we FaceTime and we call, but, you know, it's not totally the same when we're three hours away versus, you know, right upstairs. So that's been difficult. That's nice that your family is a foster family and brings in people and yeah. cares for them so well. That's great. Back to OU. So your second year, you're going to be done in two more years, a little mm-hmm. over two years. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. You go, you've got that four-year plan. So. My four-year my four <laughs> goal. Yeah. Four-year goal. What do you want it to look like after that? Um. Yeah, I would like to move back to Cleveland. They have a ton of industry there. My dream goal, dream job, would be to work in chemical engineering in a medical field. So maybe not exactly biomedical, But if I could work, you know, at a contact company, contact lenses, you know, Uh something like that, where I could work at a a hospital, even if they, I don't know what they would need chemical engineers for, but if the opportunity arose, and I also definitely don't want to sit at a desk all day, I uh, have come to realize. So even if it's just like working on a team that's big in chemical engineering and engineering in general, which I love because... I don't want to sit at a desk and work alone all day. Feel like right now you definitely want to stay in the Cleveland area? Yeah, yeah. That's my goal, to go to go back there. Even like outside of my family, my extended family, almost everybody lives in, in Cleveland. Uh-huh. And I have really enjoyed the experience of growing up around a lot of family. And I would want my future kids to have that experience too. And so that's where I'm going back to, <laughs> you know? So you have to make it work in Cleveland. Yeah, 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 gotcha. yeah. That's where I'm looking. Uh-huh. So. Like, in, what about like this summer, like you, the internship you're looking mm-hmm. for? Would, yeah. You'd like that to be in Cleveland? Yes, yes. But so. could it be somewhere else or is it? Oh, it could be somewhere else. Um, I'm going to buy a car this summer, I decided. So even like an internship that's 30 minutes away, because I live 20 minutes outside the city. So 30 minutes east. 30 minutes west. It's Sandusky and Cleveland. I'm mm-hmm. right in between the two cities. There's a ton of opportunities there in like Akron, Canton. There's more south, but still a lot of industry. So uh, my goal is to find something somewhere in the general area that, that I can live at home and, and go get some job experience through. Yeah. yeah. Your nanny family wants you to still nanny. For uh, them too, but. I'll be getting some babysitting jobs <laughs> on top of that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be your like evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Evening job. Oh, the best way to spend it. <laughs> oh. Well, 
Maisie, that was a great conversation. Yeah, thank you. I think you. you had some excellent things to share. I think kids that are, again, thinking about college, have college on the mind, can take what you have said and uh, help them make decisions about what they're going to do as it relates to their college choices and their and it's going to help their families as well. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This yeah. has been a great opportunity. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Maisie. Okay, that was great. <laughs> Again, I mean, we keep bringing on these broken awesome, records. Broken records. Well, it, the same story keeps repeating itself on a loop here. All these great women we've been interviewing. Yeah. These women in STEM, competent, mm -hmm. accomplished, have lots of confidence that they they're gonna do great things in the future. They work hard. They're dedicated. Yeah, it's incredible that she studies before classes because it's not it's not like your class where you tell them they need to do these things to prepare right before class like where you're telling them you need to do this even most students don't do that when you tell them to but she's doing it voluntarily when they don't even tell you you have to do that like that's amazing yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean you want to succeed you got to prepare to succeed and she, that's what she's doing day in day out week in week out yeah she was great well, thank you guys for listening. Yep. Please keep listening. Subscribe. Caitlin, take it away from there. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, College on the Mind. And we'll be back in... Two weeks. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. And thank you, Andy and Arat, our Andy. producer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.